0: Welcome back to the final episode of the Blueprint series where your hosts Vanessa and
1: Summer <laughs> and like we always say, we are so glad to have you guys here with us. I can't believe we've actually gone through an entire series, and if you guys have listened from the beginning, then thank you so much. This is the bonus episode, which is really exciting. We've been really excited to to record this for a really long time now. Actually, um, anderson manifestation.
0: Manifestation. I'm um, sorry. Just as a preface, uh, we are aware that this episode is slightly late. It we was supposed to be out on the 9th of October, but um, consider it a late gift. You know, Brexit and everything—it's just—it's just made customs and everything a bit difficult. So, just consider it a late, belated gift. And um, yeah, we we had to. I I think we just had to keep the suspense up a little bit more before we finally dropped it. We were just like, oh, you know. We'll just keep them waiting a little bit
1: longer. I mean, it's like what we're going to talk about here, but, we, you know, we played the long game with this one a little bit. I think manifestation is something that both Vanessa and I have, Um, it's kind of new in terms of um, the, cu- in the public eye, if you like, um, at the moment. But it's something that me and Vanessa have only, I think, not been involved with for a very really long time. So I think we've both kind of learned on the job kind of situation um so i feel like that's why this is a really good bonus episode to end the blueprint series with um so that we can talk to you guys about you know what tricks and tips and what we learn and what it really is and you know bust some of those tiktok myths that you see um, and um yeah i think we'll just kick right into what it actually is um and i guess kind of our own definitions I don't think there's any one way of defining it because it kind of there's multiple techniques that you can use but ultimately manifestation is oh go on
0: no I was gonna say like there's no doubt that manifestation is real right like I'm 500,000 million percent sure that it's real but a lot of people think that it's not real because they lack consistency and as you'll learn to to understand consistency i think is the pillar of manifestation if you cannot be consistent then you won't be able to manifest so i just wanted to preface and i guess emphasize simultaneously the importance of being consistent
1: i think also along with consistency people when they first try to get into manifestation, they expect immediate results. They expect it to happen in like the next week or the next few days, or like wake up tomorrow and see, there's like a thousand pounds in their bank or something. Like that's not how it works. Like the universe is not some genie in a lamp that you rub and it gives you three wishes. Like that's not-
0: And a lot of people, a lot of people as well, they think that they can just ask for anything and everything and don't get me wrong. You can, you most certainly can. But I think a lot of people don't understand that when you ask for something, you have to give something. That's one of the laws of nature. That is how the universe works. You cannot just be greedy and have everything and not give anything back so I think the key to understanding manifestation if you're just starting out is understanding the basic laws of nature the basic laws of the universe because if you can't understand those then yeah it's gonna be difficult I mean there's
1: a good few books on this one of my favorite books is by Vex King actually I think Vanessa actually got me this book um the good vibes and good life book um and he kind of briefly goes over like you know vibrations and like how you give out certain vibrations and positive vibrations and it comes down to when we talk about affirmations later it comes down very much to kind of that stuff but it also really links to what Vanessa says about you know you it's you get what you give So if you're pouring out loads of negative vibrations, you're going to see negative things happen everywhere. But if you're, you know, exuding, you know, positive vibrations and happiness and joy and stuff like that, the world's going to look a hell of a lot brighter for you. Um,
0: I actually read something recently and I thought, you know, it was like literally a couple of days ago and I thought, oh my God, like when we're going to record the manifestation episode, this is going to be perfect. Um, But basically I read something that uh, a friend of mine was telling me about how like, you know, sometimes some people do not evil, but they just do bad things, right? And they think that they can just get away with it. And they can, for example, like say, I don't know, say I take five pounds from you, right? But without telling you, so basically, I steal five pounds from you. And um, in that moment, I am five pounds richer, I am at the top of the world because I can buy I don't know more freddos well not that many these days cuz inflation's through the roof but you get the point and um, but then later on life is going to slap me in 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 another way right and the word the the, the reason i'm telling you this is cuz of karma right and um, i read that when you get karma you get karma you're actually experiencing yourself just from another person like your behavior but just from another person like
1: karma you know vibrations affirmations law of attraction like a lot of that stuff it all really goes kind of hand in hand in the same kind of principle i guess in a way um i think the main thing that i think i want to hammer home before we we well in my definition of manifestation is that like when you manifest what it is, is it's kind of like, you're trying to obtain your higher life. You're trying to obtain all of the things that you believe that you deserve or you should be grateful for Um, in many different ways. um, There are different ways to do this. Um, And again, Thomas Jefferson once said, if you want something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. And I think that comes, that goes very much hand in hand with manifestation. I think a lot of the skeptics around it, because it's like, why would I just sit there and ask for it? That's not really how it works. The
0: the (laughs) thing is, what really gets me right is people don't believe in manifestation, but then still say like things like affirmations, right? And then if you're just going to say affirmations, but not believe in it, then you might as well just not say your affirmations because you're just wasting your breath.
1: I find it really funny when people say they don't believe in manifestation but then they go they they do things like um hold on what was the example I had like they do things as like write gratitude journals and things like that or they'll sit there and they'll write everything down or what they would or they'll do a vision board for example that's a really popular one a lot of people did that you know with Pinterest even people did that a lot of the time on TikTok I saw like they were printing out pictures and it was like a trend for a bit during the first lockdown and that is a method of manifestation that is a method of visualizing your higher life it's just not you just don't call it manifestation you call it a vision board
0: we'll get onto vision boards in a second because i have <laughs> a, we both have crazy stories with that but i think we should start with the basics of manifestation and i think we should really tell people That sometimes it's not all pink and amazing and superb. And there's a lot of shadow work that you have to do before you can start manifesting. It's not you don't just wake up one day and ask the universe to bring I don't know. People ask for crazy things back. Can I just say you guys could manifest millions and you're just manifesting your shitty exes back? Like what like what is that about? And the thing is the shitty
1: ex comes back and you're unhappy.
0: Literally. Like, you guys could You guys could manifest like multiple successful businesses. Like literally, you could ask the universe for endless shit, right? And you're just manifesting your ex-boyfriend from like, I don't know, Coventry, who just doesn't even know what he's doing. But like...
1: I think the crucial part about manifestation, and I think, again, the thing that people find it difficult to wrap their head around you're supposed to manifest things that are good for you so when yeah, something when I'm- comes back into your life that you've manifested like your shitty ex for example and you're upset that it didn't work out or you're upset that you know he's just as toxic as he was before and he's now all clingy or one thing I've seen a lot actually is when people manifest their toxic ex or whatever and then when he comes back they realize they don't actually want him anymore because he came back six months later and now they're over it you know what I mean it's not what you need. The universe is never going to give you just give you what you want without giving you also what you need.
0: I think to understand manifestation, you have to understand as an individual that you are on a path of life. Right. And I don't mean to sound like deterministic or whatever, because not everything is set in stone. Anything can change. Right. But you're in this life to find your purpose. You're in this life to learn to learn what you are supposed to master. A lot of us have different lessons that we have to master. A lot of things that we have to learn as individuals, right? And I think it's why some of our life paths are harder than other people's life paths and other people's life paths are very different to our life paths, right? But with manifestation, you cannot manifest anything that does not pertain to your purpose. It's just not going to happen. Well, I've never really heard of anything happening, so I can't really say that it's impossible, but I just don't think, I don't recommend it, right? Now, you might be sat there thinking, oh, but how am I supposed to know what my purpose is? And this is what happens when you do a lot of shadow work, right? But this is before you start manifesting. Because you have to get to kind of understand who you are as a person you have to know yourself you're never going to know your fullest self because you're continuously evolving you're just you know you're an outline of what you used to be 10 years ago and you will be an outline of um your future self will be an outline of who you are today right but you have to do a lot of work a lot of shadow work and that is not very easy like when I started manifesting I think it's a year ago I think now dude I went through a period of like three months where all I would do was just cry I would just cry every day
1: this is what I mean because I think another thing that a lot of people don't realize in regards to the shadow work kind of um stage of manifestation is that you may have a lot of healing to do before you are able to obtain that specific thing that you're manifesting so if you are manifesting like um you know a bright career you're visualizing it you're envisioning like you know a really successful career and stuff like that you may go for a period of back to back failures or back to back like things happening in your progress, and you're like, "Oh, this manifestation isn't working." And it's like, "No, you just have to get rid of all of these obstacles in your way." So it's like you have to fail at this right now to realize that that's not going to take you forward. It's not going to take your business forward, for example.
0: Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Uh, you can't you can't paint a fresh layer of paint on a fence that it is rotten it's like about to collapse you have to start from within and heal yourself before you can start to manifest things i personally had a lot of healing to do and um, for various reasons various things that have happened to me throughout my life that i never really dealt with i think you, you underestimate how much happens to you on a daily basis and and you just don't have time to process it because life is just so fast and you're working and you're traveling and you're doing this and you're doing that and you're never just thinking you're never just processing you're just kind of like trying to forget about it because you think that bu- forgetting about it is going to deal with it but actually it's not your subconscious mind is just listening to it processing it and storing it for when you have a second to deal with it. And you have to deal with all these things you have to face your subconscious mind before you can start manifesting manifestation is really a reprogramming of the subconscious mind
1: I mean the main thing about manifesting is that you know you When you're manifesting something, say again, I'll use this example again, because it's the one that most people will know when you're using affirmations, for example, they tell you to say it in a way that you actually believe it as if it is current, as if it is present. And if you have a lot of things that you like self-doubts and, you know, you don't trust your own decision making and, you know, you don't genuinely believe these things, it's not going to work because if you have a lot of healing, you have a lot of healing to do then you have to overcome that before you you can even genuinely sit there and tell the universe that you believe these things. The universe is going to know whether you believe it or not. You can't just say it over and over and over again. You can say it 50 times. If you don't believe it, it's still going to happen.
0: The same way you have to do three years at law school before you're ready to work as a paralegal, before they trust that you're ready to work, that you've done your work and that you know that you know your knowledge and you're ready to do it it's the same way with this the universe has to basically trust you that you've done all the work that you've had to do on yourself and that you genuinely genuinely believe what you're saying because you know I can say that I'm I don't know I'm the queen but I'm not the queen and I'm very aware that I'm not the queen you know what I mean um because you can say like pointless stuff over and over and over again if you don't believe it you're as I said you're wasting your breath like you're not
1: I think another thing that people don't realize when it comes to manifestation is it's not this whole fake it till you make it type situation. You do have to genuinely believe it. So if you stand in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a bad bitch every day, and then you suddenly feel like a bad bitch, that's your confidence. That's not manifestation. You're not manifesting to become a bad bitch. You're manifesting kind of inadvertently your confidence because you believe in yourself. Do you know what I mean? And that's a part of the kind of the shadow work, the healing work. Do you know what I mean? Work on your confidence is a way to boost up the better affirmations that you can make down the line, the better gratitudes that you can make down the line in your journal, like.
0: And you know what? Like I 100% applaud people who've done their shadow work because it is so difficult. I think a lot of people don't realize how difficult and how how much internalizing we do as humans. Of the things that other people think about us or say about us or you know it, it might not even be obvious but it's still there it's subliminal and you internalize it you somebody doesn't have to physically say something out loud for you to internalize it it could just be body language and you will register it you know what i mean and um it, it's It's crazy. Like it's crazy how many misconceptions we've had, we have about ourselves that other people have instilled in us and manifestation starts with clearing out all of the things that you think that you can't do. So I think
1: just quickly go through methods of, of shadow work before we go into methods of um, manifestation because obviously we've spoken about, you know, the steps that you have to do before that. So I would say the main thing that has helped me in my process of shadow work, I still feel like I've got quite a long way to go. The universe may think otherwise considering certain stories that you guys will hear later down the line. But in regards to, to my own personal shadow work, it's been spending a lot of alone time um for three months I've only just now come out of it but for three months I was trying to spend as much alone time as possible be by myself think things through by myself you know not tell my friends so much wh- what I thought because um I couldn't even navigate my own thoughts myself so it was about spending time and learning who I am and understanding who I am kind of owning and respecting who I am and not just who I want to be but who I actually am—it's about living in the present and understanding the present, and understanding what happened in the past to become the present. So I wrote a lot down about my past and you know things that have happened to me and and how and identifying how they've shaped me to be the person I am right now. Um, and you know, how they will help me in the long run um, and about navigating those thoughts. I'm quite an emotional person. So for me, most of my shadow work was in regards to learning to appreciate and love my emo- like how emotional I am, because for a long, like my whole life, I hated how emotional I was. And now I've realized it's my biggest asset. So it, it took, literally, it took me three months to actually even get to that point where I was like, you know, I love that about myself, but it takes a lot of work um a lot of tears a lot of sadness and a lot of loneliness and only now am I comfortable with being alone because I've associated I used to associate being alone with loneliness when it said being alone and loneliness two very different things um now when I spend time with my by myself I don't feel lonely and stuff like that so it's about like all of those negative mindsets that I had myself in and all of those things I hadn't healed from um about undoing them there were reasons why I felt lonely when I was alone, I felt like I always needed to be around people. I felt like I always needed to please people. Me and Vanessa literally had a phone call about this just before we started recording this episode, um, where me personally, I, I felt like I had to be a people pleaser. And I felt like if I said no to something or an event or, you know, going out with my friends and stuff, they would be upset with me. Um, but what I've realised is that's, that's giving out my own energy. I don't, I don't have the energy to give them. So when I'm going into these situations, I'm exuding negative vibrations because i don't want to be there but i'm only there for them and that's not a positive thing they would probably prefer if i was there running on full capacity than if i was there running on 10% capacity you know so it's about like i've taken a lot of my energy back from a lot of people who didn't deserve it as well which is um refreshing i feel very energized i feel very awake uh, despite from being sick for two weeks i feel very motivated and very i just feel i can feel um like
0: present for
1: the first time I feel present in my own life
0: yeah I mean I think when when you start doing this you really you really start to view the world in a different light I that's my personal experience like I don't look at things the same way that I I saw I don't see life with the same eyes that I saw life with like two years ago that's for sure but I also think that's also part of growing up but a large contribution of it I would say is because of this spiritual awakening and um, you know like learning and I don't know if you guys are I don't know how big how much of a big reader our listeners are but if you If you've read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which is, by the way, one of the most, I think, um, famous books of all time, I would say. That is manifestation. (laughs) That is manifestation. And so and a lot of like celebrities and famous people and successful people, this is a book that they've read. And I know that they've read this because some of the things that they say sometimes are things that this guy has written in this book. So anyway, with the shadow work, we'll get back to that in a second, but with the shadow work, what I personally found really effective was to just really look at every experience that I had in my life since birth, really. Well, since I gained consciousness because you don't really remember your own birth, do you? Um, that would be but, very yeah. traumatic if we did That's right that would be traumatic. Oh my God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I look at I looked at every experience. and, you know, I, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail in this episode, perhaps maybe later down the line. But in this episode, I'm just going to keep it as objective as possible. But I've been through a lot in my life, right? And I for the longest time I was like pitying myself and throwing myself pity parties and thinking you know like why did this happen to me like you know all these I was comparing myself to people that I know or friends that I had and they had perfect families or they had like a perfect life and I'd be like oh my god like why is my life not like that you know what I mean and um I really compared my experiences to other people's experiences and basically thought that like, I was just, that the universe like did not want me to win. I was just, just I don't know what I was, but yeah. And um, I just looked at every experience and took out lessons from each experience as many lessons as I could. And you can do this, by thinking about it you can do this on paper you can like literally divide a piece of paper and put down like really big experiences in your life and just think of maybe I don't know two to three lessons that you could think to take out of that like what did this person teach me and it really helped me because when I had it all in front of me like I had it all down on paper I realized that actually like everything that I thought that was like so bad happened to me and made me so like hurt and sad and annoyed and all of these feelings was actually the best thing that happened to me. It made me who I am today. It made me stronger. It made me wiser. It made me more alert, aware, just all of these great things, right? But I would have never, ever, ever, ever had that realization if I hadn't looked at those experiences and looked at where I am today and kind of like basically saw my own evolution through these lessons. Now, you're constantly evolving, right? You're always going to learn lessons. You're always going to meet people who are going to teach you lessons. That's just how life is. But one exercise that will always remain very helpful in life, I think, is to just look at people as lessons right what is this trying to teach me instead of thinking uh like this made me so sad and why did this happen to me it's tough shit life it happens
1: of, yeah. it kind of links to if you guys haven't listened to this the victim mindset um yeah. episode that we we discussed this um in depth a lot more in depth than we're going to cover here but um that point specifically where we spoke about like how you're thinking about things is what has, has happened to you and why is this happening to me kind of literally what vanessa just said and and literally vanessa hitting the nail on the head literally by saying like what is this trying to teach me what is this trying to show me um either what is the universe trying to show me or what is the, why do i feel this way And what have I learned from feeling this way?
0: And that encourages rationality. And rationality, I promise you, is one of the most valuable skills that you can have in this life. If there is one skill that I will always, always, always treasure, like it is gold, it's being being able to stay rational, yeah? Because when you are angry, when you're hurt, when you're in love, when you're confused, when you're feeling extreme feelings, having the ability to think rationally is a superpower it is a superpower um so yeah this is one thing that I will I will always say in this particular part of this episode that you when you're doing shadow work just you're also you think that you're only doing shadow work but actually you're building a very specific set of skills which are gonna really really help you in life Um, and one of them is rationality but yeah put down your experiences on paper extract lessons and just get on with it life is hard Um, it's not fair like we're told and uh, it sucks but you just have to you either go with it or you let it beat you so one of the best examples I have for this actually happened
1: literally a few days ago um I'm going to go more in depth into this particular situation in the next season. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We've got some exciting stuff coming. Um, Cliffhanger,
0: cliffhanger, cliffhanger,
1: um, foreshadowing. (laughs) Yeah. So talking about shadow work. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. Um, So, yeah. So I went through a breakup four months ago, um, four months four months or five days ago. um, And basically um, I, I had a pattern of going for emotionally unavailable men. I feel like a lot of women and boys, a lot of yeah, boys. boys. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, not even just women, but I think a lot of people are going to really resonate with this um, in terms of going for emotionally unavailable people. And I think one of the biggest awakenings that happened when I went through my shadow work is the fact that I go for emotionally unavailable men because I am emotionally unavailable myself. I am not open to the idea of having you know healthy relationships romantically and going going on all these dates and I the thought of that absolutely terrifies me and I don't feel comfortable with it and I feel out of my comfort zone with it and I just I don't feel great with it and the reason why I was going for the emotionally unavailable men as well not only because I'm emotionally unavailable but also because I struggled with loneliness like I said earlier and I had a conversation I got closure on a situation that I didn't actually expect to get closure from I think I found the closure within myself before this conversation actually happened and um and they were you know saying all of these things and I was just like I've forgiven you for what happened and what you've done and I've forgiven myself for being in that situation and they genuinely had no idea what to say when I said that I was so at peace and so calm with this conversation because internally I was so peaceful because I had come I'd done my shadow work over the past four months not just for this situation but for a lot of stuff I have got back in touch with my inner child and healed a lot of stuff that um from like my youth that I needed to resolve as well that was also part of my shadow work it's a lot deeper than um just saying that and I think that's something that I will talk about in the next season as well so stay tuned for that if you want to hear about Summer's um healing her inner child
0: (laughs) I actually um recently sorry this is going to be the last thing and then we're going to move on I am very aware of time um but yeah I um I recently listened to a TED talk and um it was very uh, awakening I you it was uh like I had an epiphany actually but um, basically, it said, in relation to all of this like uh, pity party and all of this, you know, when you're doing your shadow work and you think about, you have these constant thought patterns that like, why is this happening to me? blah, 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 blah. And um, this woman it, it wasn't a talk on manifestation, it was a talk on choices. And um, she said that you have two choices. You can pass on your suffering or you can pass on your wisdom and I was like you know what like that's actually so true like when you go through life and you meet other people and you're telling them your life story you're not telling them your life story because you want pity you shouldn't tell them your life story because you want pity you should be confident in within yourself enough to be your own therapist you know and if you do need help then obviously do go through to a therapist but um you should always pass on your wisdom you should be like okay look so life hit me in the face multiple times but this is how I got up and this is what I did and this you should inspire other people you know that's not your aim but you should because when you tell people like oh you know like all these horrible things happen to me but there's no happy ending would you watch a movie that is very sad and has no happy ending that's a massive
1: part about my one thing that I've really got out of when I, I've said this story before about sixth form and the friendship group I had when I was in sixth form and that was the biggest change I kind of made for myself when I went to university is to not surround myself with people who wanted to hear the sad story with no happy ending and also told me their sad story with no happy ending because when you surround yourself with people like that, that is genuinely going to be your environment unless you choose to take yourself out of it.
0: It lowers your vibration and it just Exactly. Puts your energy down. It's energy sucking at its exactly. finest. So with that, let's talk about vibrations. Yes. And um energy and yeah. what does it mean? Frequency. So, yeah. So do you guys know
1: Jenny Aika? I don't know if they do.
0: Jenny, I don't,
1: yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if all of our listeners are gonna know her. She's one of my favorite artists of all time. I say Jenny,
0: but some people it's say Jenna, I
1: think I think it's Janena, but yeah, she is one of my favorite artists of all time. Her music makes me feel at peace. and you know why? because of the frequency that her music the the music that she is one of the most spiritual people that I've ever seen. I've never met her. That would be my absolute dream. I think I'd probably cry. but like her music is so spiritual and so calming and so like um kind of good for the aura like if you listen to her music you don't feel like you have to jump around and be ecstatic you feel very in tune with yourself you feel very aligned i think um there's another thing about chakras i don't know so much about it but in regards to like your chakras she her music kind of helps align your chakras she listens to a lot of like um she does like a lot of high frequency videos you can find them all on youtube as well um i'll write her name in the description if you guys want to find have a look um I'll also share some of her videos on Instagram to help because um it's it's R&B music it's R&B it's soul it's you know it's that kind of music but the frequency that she does she does most of her music it helps to align it and this is the perfect introduction to vibrations and frequencies because when you're running at like um such negative vibrations and you have really low frequencies and you're very like um like down i guess and not vibrating up in a positive way and in a positive feeling that's going to attract all of that
0: have you ever been like afraid of something and it's happened that is vibration at its finest because when you think negatively or when you think of something consistently you think it into your life you know the perfect example
1: of that actually horror films yeah if you sit and watch a horror film you're scared you're watching it because you want to be scared that's the whole point of a horror film you're watching it because you want to be scared right so when you go into that cinema or when you sit down you're vibrating at a very low kind of very deep kind of frequency and you're anticipating to be scared and then the jump scare happens and then you jump you know because
0: yeah so around you, as all of us, we're all surrounded by vibrations. Yeah, all of us. You don't see them because you just can't see them. But um, we're all surrounded by vibrations. And when you are negative, when you are hateful, when you are mean, when you are basically all of these like negative qualities, you're vibrating at a low Um, you're on the spectrum you're vibrating at a low um, vibration now the law of the nature states that you cannot attract things like love and basically wealth and an abundance which are higher frequencies higher vibrations you cannot attract what's above if you cannot stop vibrating at the lower level so like you have to, I'm I'm doing a lot of hand gestures, and I just realized that you guys won't be able to see the video, <laughs> but um, you get the point. And maybe I will post a diagram or something on Instagram, and um, yeah. So to be able to attract better things and manifest better things, like abundance of health and love and wealth and all of these things, you need to vibrate. You need to change the frequency of your vibration. And the way you do that is you have to stop being negative. You have to stop being hateful and judging people and, you know, all of these like negative things. You just have to be warm, positive and kind.
1: The law of vibration is, so I know you guys have heard of the law of attraction. The law of vibration is not the same. It's just the secondary to the law of attraction. And what it means is that everything's moving. So when you, when people talk about, you know, chain of events and if you, like when Vanessa said, like, if you're anticipating something bad's going to happen and it does happen is because things happen as a chain of events everything's moving everything's flowing everything's happening right so when you are vibrating at a consistently low level or in a consistently negative way or a low frequency then there's going to be a recurring of bad things happening because that is you're setting off that chain of events your vibration is giving out to everything else that you know, you're negative and you're in this negative space and that then follows. So
0: when you sit now, there. And, huh? Now go on. I was I was just going to say now, imagine if you channeled all that energy of you thinking negatively. Imagine if you challenged it and yeah, thought positively. Exactly. So now think
1: about it this way. Think about your thoughts and your mind. It also goes to your subconscious. So that links to the shadow work that you have to do as well. But think about if you're sitting here and you're like, life is great life is great you know it links to the affirmations it links to your gratitude journal I love a good gratitude journal I've had the five minute journal for about for a year we'll now. get
0: onto that in a second yeah, I yeah. absolutely
1: love it it's like a godsend um my best friend got it for me um Olivia she knew what she was doing with that but basically if you constantly feel grateful for things and you you feel positive for things now think about it in that way think about the chain of events and the chain of reactions that are going to happen from that So we're sitting here telling you that if you vibrate negatively and you constantly in a negative state will give off negative things, then why would you not want to flip that and then internally be positive and then vibrate positive things as a chain of reaction?
0: This goes back to the whole thing that I said at the beginning where it's like you can't demand something and not give anything back, right? Because a lot of people want to manifest a lot of riches overnight. They want to be rich. They want to do this. They want to do that. But if you're a shitty person, you won't. You won't. Um, you have to change who you are as a person to vibrate at a higher frequency, so that you can attract all of these amazing things. You know, one thing I've been doing recently is um, to, to be able to vibrate at a higher level. I've been uh, trying to do one like act of kindness each day. So like some days I give like food to homeless people or another day i give i don't know like a 10 15 pound tip to a waiter or um you know just a random act of kindness like it doesn't have to be huge but it's just you're giving something rather than just asking 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 without anything and um, trying to be a lot more positive stop using swear words so much stop you know being so judgy of other people stop being so like Mean, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I am aware that not a lot of us have these things to begin with, like, not a lot of us are negative, but I'm just trying to emphasize the importance of changing from within yourself before you can like attract I better mean, things. You know? Linking to
1: this, right? I don't know if you guys have watched Friends, but I can't remember what episode it was. But Joey in Friends says that there's no selfless good deed. And this is one thing that links to manifestation greatly. And that is that there isn't a selfless good deed because you're doing it in order to gain something back. But if everybody around us is positive and everybody around us is giving good vibes, then there's just always going to be good vibes. But at the end of the day, that's not how life works. So if you go about your life looking to get something back from that specific person, that's wrong. You don't give someone a tip in a restaurant for them to, I don't know, give you a discount or something the next time you come in. Do you know what I mean? But when you're doing good things and when you're doing positive things and you're vibrating at a positive, good things come back to you in terms of the universe is rewarding you for just being a good person and just being a genuine and authentic person, you know? So, Um. That's another common misconception and myth that people think. It's like, yeah, but one of these people in spirit, spirit, she are selfish because you know they just want all good to. Why would I not want good to come to me?
0: You would want good to come to you too, what, as well. But
1: I want good to come to everybody else. But they're in control of their good. I can't control their good, but I can control my good. You know, so also think about it like that. Yeah, no,
0: I am. Um, I I totally I I agree. Like you don't you don't do things. Um, and sometimes you do kind things and you won't even see the results straight away like it might take weeks years months weeks you know what I mean like it's you don't this is the thing with manifestation I think we'll get onto this in a second but like one of the big things with like when you manifest something and when you're like setting an intention and um, trying to make yourself feel those feelings as if you already have it to vibrate in that vibration and to attract it faster um once you've done these things, you have to let it go. You can't like keep holding on to it because if you're just holding on to it, then you're desperate. And if you're desperate, then it's not going it's it's to come. Even, it's, like...
1: it's not even about you being desperate. It's about you not having trust.
0: Yeah. And if
1: you don't trust that this is going to happen and good's going to come back to you, then it's not going to happen. And you need to do yeah. some, a bit more shadow work. You know, when it comes to manifestation, you have to trust. People manifest, <coughs> I said this before, but people manifesting money and they're expecting money to come into their account the next day, it's not going to happen. But in six months let's time, you may about, get a raise. So
0: let's talk about the subconscious mind for a second though, because I think we haven't really like emphasized on the importance of it and it's so important. Um, So I don't think, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people are aware, but your subconscious mind is, it's very important, (laughs) very important, um, because it constantly listens to you. Everything that you say, everything that I'm saying right now, my subconscious mind is listening it, it's storing it. And at night, when I go to bed, it's going to process it. So when you say things like, I'm a failure, and I'm gonna lose, and I'm gonna, you know, be nobody and all of these things, Your subconscious mind is listening to it. And because you've said these things and you actually feel these things, you're going to manifest them. This is
1: the thing about the subconscious. Um, You don't really, if you say something out loud, say you lie, right? But you've convinced yourself that it's the truth. Your subconscious knows that that's a lie because you don't have control over your subconscious the same way that you do in terms of your, I guess, conscious mind so when it comes to you know genuinely believing things your subconscious knows if you genuinely believe it or not your subconscious knows if you genuinely trust someone or not it's like you know like when people when you meet someone and you're like oh like this is a great person but then you get like a shift in your energy and you're like oh something feels wrong here like I feel uncomfortable that's your energy and your subconscious mind because deep down you know that this is the wrong situation it's like when you get nervous or you do something and then you feel guilty straight after because you know you shouldn't have done it you know so when people turn around and go oh like if you apologize like a week later and you're like but why did you do that and it's just like you know you have a you did it because you wanted to but you're apologizing because you know that deep down it was wrong and and I feel like this is something that people don't like to admit and it's something that's going to block your manifestations you need to genuinely own yourself and that's the importance of shadow work like we said earlier
0: a lot of people though like um it's very easy to believe negative things about yourself right because I don't know over life like over the course of our lives up until now we've all had a couple of setbacks, failures here and there, right? And um, we remember them distinctly because they made us feel a certain way because pain is an effective teacher, right? But um, what those failures, you know, we've stored those failures. And that's why it's easy to believe negative things about ourselves because we have proof that's happened before. Maybe it wasn't consistent, but it's happened. Two or three times before, right? And we, because we have proof of that, it's easier to believe something than believe something that we have no proof of, which is, I don't know, I don't want to say success, because like we've we've have examples of success as well, but we don't have examples of being millionaires, right? So it's a lot easier to think that you're a failure than to believe that you're a millionaire because you actually have no proof that you are a millionaire. You know what I mean? So it's a lot harder to believe that because you've never physically felt that feeling before so you don't know how it feels you can only try Mm -hmm. to guess how it feels to put yourself in that mind but you don't know for sure how it feels so that's why you think that you're a failure and you it's so easy for you to just think these things about yourself because maybe one point in your life you've had proof of that you
1: know I think that's the thing with manifestation as well is I think a lot of people are like seeing is believing if I see it then it's real you know and people want immediate gratification and things like this and linking to that like you know if you manifest that you want to be a millionaire that may not happen for another 10 years and you have no idea what being a millionaire is like because otherwise you wouldn't be manifesting to be a millionaire you know what I mean but what you have to do is you have to envision it for yourself and not in the way of like specifics like that but envision your life envision what you want your life to look like if you want to be able to have amount un, untold amounts of financial freedom and things like that you have to v- envision that life it's kind of like dreaming about it in a way but dreaming that you know that it's going to become a reality so when it becomes when it comes down to the feelings you don't know what f- being a millionaire feels like you have no absolutely no idea but you envision it and what you want it to look like and you imagine that feeling you kind of you have the feeling of you know if I become a millionaire I'm going to be confident I'm going to be happier I'm going to be feel free I'm going to you know envision all of those feelings because but you can't make it happen right now like that's the thing like you can't when you're envisioning it it's not you don't feel that right now it's not like I feel like a millionaire right now that's not how it works it's like you're seeing internally what it's what's going to happen and then you go
0: there and you know some people ask for like crazy things like for example let's stick to the millionaire example right you you can ask you can manifest to be a millionaire right it might take some time but say that you do right you manifest it and then you you're a millionaire but you have no you don't even have the skill set to be able to handle that kind of money because you so to, to have that kind of money, right? You need to, to have like financial literacy. Like you could be given so much money. What are you going to do with it? Like how are you going to how are you going to manage it? How are you going to like how how is that going to work? The same way that you can manifest, I don't know, something like, uh, for example, uh, I can't even think of something at the top of my head, but you could manifest something that you absolutely don't have the skill set for. And then
1: what? what do you do this links to what I said earlier the universe isn't going to give you something that you you can't handle
0: until you're ready until yes. you're ready so yeah.
1: when it comes to manifesting stuff like that who where you don't have the skill set for you want to be a millionaire in 10 years there yeah? say that you put that on your vision board right so you've put that on your vision board for the next 10 years what happens you at your job they put you in they enroll you into five different courses you're feeling overwhelmed you're feeling stressed out you're feeling like you want to cry or whatever you're feeling like I can't do this it's too much work but each one of those courses is going to give you a skill set and you have no idea or you lose your job and then you end up you know flat on your face and you're like fuck it might as well just start this business now you've you've invert you're, you're sitting here and you're like I've just lost major revenue but instead you're developing the skill set because you're learning how to not work for someone else and work for yourself because that's the kind of millionaire you wanted to be
0: yeah no I am with this whole like stuff you you this is this links to another very big law of manifestation of and law of the universe nothing will happen nothing will be set in action if there's inaction you can manifest all great things you can ask for the world and then some if you're just going to sit at home on your ass all day and not do anything but manifest it's not going to fall on your lap I can tell you that
1: you you have to work with the universe. You, the universe doesn't work for you. You work together. That's the point.
0: Nope. Can you think- imagine if all 7 billion people on this planet would collectively ask for shit from the universe at the same time and the universe would just, oh, yeah, you know, it's candy. Let yeah, me just- that's, not, that's not how life
1: works at all. But I think we should go into types of manifestation because I'm conscious about time. And I feel like we've spoken a lot about kind of the theories and the principles, but, like, how do you actually do it? You know, like, what is like what methods are there I would just like Let's to preface with, yeah we haven't on. we haven't explored every method of manifestation no. we are not pros at manifestation we're just showing you what we've learned and we're not telling you to do it we're just showing you what we've learned from doing it um but
0: yeah I think meditation would be a nice one to start with because it's um you know it's something that is very highly beneficial and it's something that when I have kids I will make my kids do every day it is um, honestly just powerful so meditation Um, You can do it in the morning, you can do it in the night, you can do it whenever. But basically how it works is you listen to a frequency. Now, there's a lot of YouTube videos out there that will play different frequencies. There's different meditations for different things because there's different vibrations for different things. Right. Love has a different vibration and a different frequency than wealth does and so on and so forth. So when you meditate, you meditation is basically clearing up your mind it's um trying to make you think more clearly but also your kind of your subconscious is also listening in the process so you're engaging both your brain but also your subconscious mind and um these frequencies they might not like mean a lot to your conscious brain but they mean a lot to your subconscious brain and um Yeah so you just clear your mind and you focus on your breath it's teaching you how to be mindful and to be more present in the moment and I recommend that you start with like five minutes don't throw yourself for 30 minutes because it's hard you know you can't just not think about anything for 30 minutes your brain thinks constantly of different things so try and take it like one step at a time, five minutes, then 10, then 15 and so on and so forth. And um, yeah, just set your intention for the day. Today, I want to listen to a love meditation or today I want to listen to an abundance meditation or whatever. And then you just sit there and then nine times out of 10, the person will like talk you through it. She'll be like, you know, close your eyes, breathe in, breathe out, do this, do that. And I can guarantee that if you stay with it for a week, I challenge you guys to do it for a week you will feel very different
1: one thing about meditation i think that
0: it is, it's
1: not scary but it is something that you don't expect you become hyper vigilant so you are mm-hmm. you are never going to be as present as you are unless you do that ma- well not unless you do manifestation but um when you do your meditation after that if you do it for a week consistently you will be so present that you're going to be like, how have I lived my life before? Because you'll be so like, wow, I know exactly what's going on right now, and you
0: think so clearly. Yeah, like you think. I can't. I don't even. I did a meditation the other day, and I did seven hours of work without getting up from my desk one time. I reached flow state yeah. for the first time in like months. It was crazy. This is what um, I mean. but yeah no. I just highly recommend meditation it's honestly I before I started it I have to say I was very skeptical like I was like oh like how is listening Mm. to this person for five minutes to this music gonna make me feel better and then I started with five minutes and then gradually increased and increased and now like I do about 30 minutes of meditation a day and um, I feel like a different person
1: yeah Um, okay I'll pick one. What well, one should I pick?
0: So oh, and affirmations. You should you should do your affirmations as well after your meditation because you're already like your brain is already in that frequency. So let's do
1: affirmations then because we've spoken a lot about that already. Um, affirmations. I am right. healthy. I am wealthy. I, I am rich, rich. <laughs> rich. So yeah, that is a form of manifestation um, in the affirmation form um so when it comes to affirmations I think this one will make you feel silly I think meditation will also make you feel silly at the beginning but affirmations will make you feel silly in the sense that you're saying one of these things out loud or you're 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 writing it down and you're sitting there and you know you're, you're probably gonna have a candle burning and you're gonna be like I feel like the biggest idiot right now like Vanessa's currently showing me her candle <laughs> <laughs> but like you you'll sit there and you'll be like why am i writing all of this stuff down and if you're sitting here and you're going why am i writing all of this stuff down you may not have done enough nope. shadow work um and your affirmations will probably not work um yeah so when it comes to writing your affirmations down there are there are loads of different methods out there that are helpful um one the main way that i find writing my affirmations down is writing them in a designated affirmations journal so I will write down like I won't write down loads of different things like I won't write down I won a thousand pounds I won a sports car I, that's not how I don't advise I don't think that's gonna work personally I actually
0: don't even write my affirmations down I just say them out loud I don't say
1: them out loud because I'm I again it's what well, it is part of my shadow work I'm a very internal person the universe doesn't have to hear me say it out loud for it to happen you know it has yeah, to but just- your
0: subconscious does huh no not necessarily your, sub- your subconscious
1: not does. necessarily um so when it comes to my affirmations it's it's uh, i don't even want to give an example because i don't want the universe to now start sitting here and be telling everyone my affirmations because it seems i will dis- tell you guys my scene it seems disingenuous because
0: I think- I will tell my affirmations because I think that my affirmations are amazing so I will one of my affirmations is um I create my reality and I decide Oh yeah those in ones it. yeah uh, okay the
1: less personal ones then I'll tell you so yeah I have that one as well well one phrase like that not exactly like that um another one that I've done and it's worked wonders for me recently is um I claim back all of the energy that I've given to unwanted persons and unwanted situations which has been absolutely amazing for my energy because I am so weak because I've claimed back so much energy that I put into negative situations and people who didn't deserve my energy and drained my energy I think that's another thing when it comes to your manifestations you'll realize once you do your shadow work that a lot of people take away a lot of energy from you and it takes away from who you are um, and And actually you can put in yourself
0: when you realize that you start to distance yourself from a mm-hmm. lot of people <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah because you realize how much energy people are sucking out of you
1: yeah 100% um so those are like two main examples um another one that i like to do is um i welcome um abundance of love and joy um to my life because i love to be surrounded by just just happy people and genuine people links back to what i said earlier about how um, if you surround yourself with people who are running on negative vibrations, then you're probably going to be running on negative vibrations. So I don't want that for myself. So, yeah, like those are kind of the main generic ones that I think a lot of people do, but I think they're underestimated in the world of manifestation. I feel like, you know, the claiming back the energy one, um, people think that it means that the, those people are going to come back to you. That's not what that means at all. And um what it, from my own personal experience genuinely what it meant for me was that I'm more awake and I'm more energized and I have a lot of energy to do the things I need to do because I've now taken back all of the energy that I put in situations I didn't deserve it so
0: it's crazy because um I um I so one day I uh, I meditated and then I did my affirmations and then in the evening I saw summer and uh, we ended up going clubbing and one of my affirmations was I attract abundance oh my god that was so like funny. financial was abundance you guys have no
1: idea how funny this and was and then
0: and then I, I one of my affirmations in th- that morning was I attract financial abundance and I literally said it out loud like in the mirror and I <laughs> when we went out that night I found 20 pounds on the floor 20 pounds and you know what like it's not even oh but it was only 20 pounds like it wasn't even that big but it just to me that was the universe confirming that I'm hearing you I hear what you're saying I hear what you want and this is my sign to show you that it's on the way and it was just like crazy it was
1: it was genuinely surreal because I yeah it was very weird I also manifested that same thing that day as well so it was crazy but yeah
0: honestly Um, like I just it just it works guys and if you don't believe that it works start with something small Put set an intention, today I wanna see a butterfly.
1: Do you know and what then, ones are really funny? You know the ones on TikTok where they go, red car, I should be with him. Green car, I yeah, should be Yeah, but red I don't car know is so
0: generic though. No, it is like,
1: generic, but when they see the non-generic color, then that's yeah. weird. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't believe all of those 100%, but that does happen. Like, if you think something enough, the universe will show you, like, hello, I heard you, here you go. Do you
0: remember when we were on the phone, like, last summer, and you were telling me something about, like, your relationship? You guys were broken up at that point, or whatever. And um, I told you something, and as I told you that thing, you got a text message. And um, as I told you that thing, I literally saw in front of me 888, and you got a text message. Do oh, you yeah. That? yeah and you were like what the fuck Vanessa and I was like
1: yeah no sometimes these things are wild I think the best one actually to link on to this one angel numbers is no I wasn't going to talk about angel numbers first I was no. going to talk about vision boards like the next yes tribe, because me and you boards. have very good examples of this happening so yeah you can go first because I just said mine
0: I well, well I um I can't really tell you guys much about it because I, I would have to show you and I can show you, but I'll have to just show you on Instagram because I can't physically show you right now, um but I can talk about it. So in my last year of law school, it's the year that I actually got into manifestation vision boards, all this kind of stuff. And um, I made a vision board and I didn't really think much about it that, at that time I just kind of ordered a couple of pictures and just thought this is what I want my life to look like in next year or so and one of them was um graduating with with a 2-1 and uh, it, the picture literally says keep calm I just graduated with a 2-1 I'll post a picture on Instagram and um I looked back at it like I didn't even think much about it like I just kind of put the vision board like somewhere in a corner which by the way is not recommended to do like you should look at it every day to inspire you but I just put it in a corner because I just I don't know I moved houses and it was like it just got lost in the process and I pulled it out the other day because I was like cleaning out my room and um I found it and like pretty all all of those things that I put down there except for two things have come true and it's it's crazy, you know, and I didn't put things that were easy to achieve there, like graduating with a 2-1 was certainly not easy. Um, it required a lot of work, but I set that intention when I made the vision board and the work just naturally followed. Um, so, yeah, with vision boards, obviously be realistic. Dream big as well. Do dream big. But um also be realistic if you're going to put down that you're going to learn how to be a pilot in the next year and you don't do absolutely any work then it's not just going to fall on your lap I like, think oh, yeah, I'm a pilot that's, now that's the thing with manifestation anyway but one tip I would
1: give for your vision board is set a time limit for it so don't set as little as six months I would say with your vision board set like a year a year to five years and that that really helps. Like a lot of people actually set their vision boards for their period of time at university if they're very much manifesting, um, manifesting, manifesting their education and and things like that. Um, my example <laughs> vision board was that I created a vision board as well a year ago. It was so weird because we got into spiritually but we did wow, we got into manifestation, spirituality. I know. I know do you know what this is working all day but anyway um and at the same time but we didn't really talk about it to each other it just kind of happened but whatever anyway
0: because it's so it's kind of embarrassing because people think that you're like some crazy ass person And it's just like, you're, you've lost your marbles. Yeah, no.
1: Because the first time me and Vanessa actually spoke about it, she was like, fuck off, I'm doing that as well. And I was like, fuck off. <laughs> like, but anyway, so I made a vision board I stuck it um painted all these pictures off and stuck it down and you know whatever and the way that this has worked is so funny because I only realized this the other day so the first thing I put on my this I did mine for like a year the next two years yeah so we'll see in the next year if anything else on this vision board happens but one of the things I put is I was going to live by myself and I thought that meant like I was going to live in a flat, like I had like keys on there, like I had like things that I wanted to live by myself. Like I, I, I had that visioned out. Yeah. Um. It didn't have turn out the way I expected it to. But I now a year later, after I put that on my vision board, I do in fact live by myself. I don't live in my own flat. I live in the family home by myself, all the like permanently, because my parents have moved and my like my parents and my siblings have moved into another house and they have their own house. But someone lives by herself. And if this isn't the perfect example of the fact that the universe will give you what you need rather than what you actually want. I thought I was going to... I was gutted when I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to, like, financially move into my own flat this year because, you know, I finished uni and I didn't get another job for three months. That's the next part of my vision board, but I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, And then come September, I'm living by myself. So I was like, oh, well, it kind of worked out anyway because I live by myself in a four-bedroom house in London. Like, whatever. Anyway, next thing that happened was so I put on my vision board that I wanted to have a job by September and I didn't specify the job because in third year, Summer started having doubts about what she wanted her career to be but she knew that she wanted her career to be in business um and that's what I put on my vision board and I put September I put the first of September and I gave myself a time limit and I spoke to my stepdad about this and I said to him, I have a time limit that I'm going to get a job by se- the first September after uni. And, you know, I had so many job offers and none of them were like calling out to me. And I applied to over 100 jobs and none of them were calling out to me. Um, and then I got I got headhunted for this job that I absolutely loved. And this like I love it so much. And I got the job in August and I was supposed to start the job in the last week of August and they delayed the job to the first week of September and I would just like to say I was so upset that it was delayed to the first week of September because I just wanted to start but I said that I wanted my first job after the union to start in September and it did like I don't I feel like people are gonna think I'm absolutely insane when I say this out loud but I have not only started living by myself which is on my vision board from September but my job was delayed to September where I said I wanted to start working from September.
0: I don't think you should diss it until you try it.
1: 100%. Try.
0: It. 100%. Try because, it and if it doesn't work for you then I'll be like okay fine fair. Let's
1: let's think about it this way. If my job started at the last week of October, my ber- October August, my birthday is the first is the 3rd day of September. If I started my job at the end of August, I would have been working on my birthday. But because my it didn't start until later in the first week of September, I didn't I didn't work on my birthday. The universe not only gave me what I wanted and had on my vision board for an entire year in both housing and work life, but it also, you know, I was doing a lot happier um, around that time as well, actually. And I also didn't end up working on my birthday, so I would just like to point out that, like, my life, the way my career started and the way that my twenty, my my year of twenty two started, was absolutely insane. Like, I couldn't have started my twenties second year of my life in any better way and it came down to what everything I'd put on my vision board a year earlier
0: I think it's good practice to every year just before the new year to just set your intentions for the new year but don't set them down in your notes app on your phone set them down visually print pictures put them down you know buy some a free paper and I recommend getting like almost like harder paper, like kind of like cardboard, or even maybe getting yourself a cork, um, a cork board or whatever you call those things, a notice board and pinning pictures It's totally up to you. But do something that is going to last for the whole year. You don't want it just on a piece of paper that's going to become flimsy and rip. And um, put it somewhere that you're going to see it every day when you wake up. You don't realize how much information you take in from your environment, even if you're not actively aware that you're looking at something so samra's kindly mentioned the five minute journal which i think has taken the world by storm because of tiktok everyone's just seems to use it I would it just so like to point so that... out
1: that i had it before tiktok i would just have to, i was a trendsetter I just to I,
0: it was just it was just like sold out everywhere it was like a, it was hard to get hands on but anyway it's luckily not sold out anymore on amazon so you can most definitely buy it it's a little bit pricey for what it is um but i highly recommend it it's gonna it's gonna discipline you in a way that not a lot of things can discipline you and i think it's it retails at about 22 pounds something like that which is not cheap like i said but i think it's an investment for yourself and um it's definitely worth it so it comes with um some very nice introductions and notes and why it's important and I highly recommend you read those because it's very interesting and then basically it has a page for each day it's pretty self-explanatory it does what it says on the tin um every other like days like every other weeks you have challenges that it gives you whether it's writing a thank you note or I try not to look ahead because I try to like, surprise myself (laughs) um but yeah Um, and then you write three things that you are grateful for in the morning and then three things that you'd like to do today and then um your daily affirmation and then I'll let Summer talk about the evening
1: it I would just like to preface that this book this journal changed my life like it I can't even explain it's not even something that I talk about I don't talk about it because not many people at the time I had it a year ago were really interested in it or like ever no one in my life really spoke about it but this journal changed my life so it not only helped organize it like Vanessa said when you have your you know your three points um you write your day and then you have your three points in the morning of like things that you're grateful for three things that will make today great um, is how they phrase it which is absolutely beautiful I think because it's not about you don't feel like you're forcing yourself to do something it's stuff that's going to make you happy like sometimes one time I put like paint my nails because that was going to make me happy but I also had to do it anyway because I was going out tomorrow so I mean so it was like it's stuff like that and then obviously you have your daily affirmation you can either ch- alternate it every day but it depends on what you're working for so sometimes for a sh- straight week I had the same affirmation because I was working towards something very specific and then obviously um in the evening you also have your three points where you write things where you're just like you know Three things that you know just before you go to sleep basically is the best time. I found it, and you and you have those bullet points there. No, it's 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 three things that made today great. Isn't it three things that will make today great, and then three things that made today great?
0: Yeah, in the evening, it's yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. So the three things
1: that would make today great. I hope my tenses were correct. Three things that would make today great is what you do in the morning, and then three things that you know. And it didn't. It doesn't mean you have to write if you accomplish those things that you wanted to accomplish at the beginning it's more so about like if something unexpected happened like you could write like you know had a great conversation with a friend or you know um you know my mum made my favorite meal for dinner or I mean it's about gratitude and I think gratitude journals are it's kind of a method it's of reflection, a journal. It's reflection. Yeah. so you it helps you yeah. run and then, on that uh, like, positive vibration because you feel grateful
0: yeah and then it ends on, um, it ends on one thing that would have made today great. So like one thing I could have done better today, basically. Yeah,
1: basically. Um,
0: and it's not how they phrase it, they phrase it differently. But uh, it basically kind of gets you into the thought pattern. It's like, oh, you know, what would have made today great. Um, But, and it makes you realize that what I like to do personally, like um, every two weeks, I like to go back on every day and I like to see the days that I actually accomplished what I set out to not set out to do. But like you don't realize it because when you put your intentions, I don't know if this happens to you, but sometimes when I put my intentions in the morning, like three things that would make today great. I write them down and it's it's not like I make the conscious effort to achieve those things during the day, but sometimes I do. You know what I mean? And um, it's not I like think- I make. I think sometimes,
1: I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of feeling forced that you have to do those things that you wrote down. So I think it links into kind of like, um, like again, like you said, like reflection, like did those things happen? Did I achieve it? Don't beat yourself up if you didn't do those three things that you said you were going to put. Life's confusing and things happen.
0: Yeah, no, I I'm not. I don't make the conscious effort to to achieve those things. But some days, like I look back and I'm like, oh, damn, like I actually managed to get those things done. Like, in a way, I, what I'm trying to say is that by writing these three things that would make today great, it, it gives you like energy to achieve them. I don't know how to explain it. Like it makes you, for example, before before I started doing this journal, I would um, be a bit erratic. So like I would just wake up, I would do some work. And then if I've done the work for the day, I would just chill and do nothing and be lazy. But now like that I have this journal and I've set these intentions and I've done the work that I wanted to do for that day and I I don't even think about what I put down. It's just like just have this energy that comes out of nowhere. That's like, oh, you know what? I wanna paint my nails. And then when I look back on that day. I had put down that I want to paint my nails today. Like, it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It it's just like, gives you energy. It's like things. the
1: journal as well is a bit of like your subconscious. Like, I think when yeah. you've done your shadow work, I think that journal is like absolutely amazing because and yeah. um, if you if you meditate as well, because you become, when you're hypervigilant, when you actually say you're going to do something, you actually do follow through. I think yeah. when you have a lot of healing to do or you, you're someone that feels very drained from a lot of the energy around you um, and things like that, you do experience that you say you want to do something and then you can never achieve it and then you say I'm going to do it tomorrow and you just never end up doing it because you don't have the energy so once you've done your shadow work then get this journal yeah because then that when you write those things down you will end up achieving them because you're hyper vigilant and you're hyper aware and you know you're fully conscious basically you're vibrating at your higher self
0: and it also makes you, when you look back at it, like every two weeks or whatever, you can decide the time interval at which you want to review it. But when you look back at it, you see the days that you were grateful, the days where you were a bit more negative, the days where, you know, you can track, in a way you can track the fluctuation of your own mind. It's really, really lovely uh, stuff. Another thing that I'm going to recommend, I am aware that we are obscenely over time, but... um. I downloaded this app. It's called Reflectly. And uh, basically what it does is it sends you like motivational quotes every like you can set the frequency at which it sends it. But that's not why I got it. I got it because um, it's like a daily journal and you can it asks you like, how are you feeling today? And then you can slide like I'm feeling great. I'm feeling not so great, etc. And then it asks you, you know, what made today great? Like what is making your mood be happy right now for example and you can tick like oh you know family time reading affirmations meditation etc like whatever you want to tick, and in time you can go back on those days and you can see exactly how you felt on that day and whether that day you had meditated whether you've done reading whether you've done you know your gratitude journal like you can track your habits and it's lovely because then on the days where you don't feel so great where you haven't felt so great and you look back you can see exactly well that day I didn't meditate that day I didn't do this that day I didn't do that that's not to say that meditation is going to make you feel happy and is going to make your day great but it's a great way to track your habits and it's a great way to make sure that you do not forget to meditate and it's fun you know just
1: linking to this one I'm
0: gonna this is going to be the
1: last thing I say on terms of this because we'll wrap up Um, I think after this but the linking to the app that Vanessa is talking about the I am app if you're into affirmations and daily affirmations um, in particular the I am app is absolutely amazing Um, so you can pick what you want your affirmations to be on if you want them to be on love and relationships if you want them to be on financial stuff if you want them to be on you know anxiety courage things like that and they will send you you can set the time of when you get your affirmations and how often you get them and um they will send notifications to your phone of specific affirmations so even if you don't actually manifest it, um those affirmations in that moment you can take some of their ideas for your own personal affirmations and then write them down and use them to to kind of drive forward your own personal affirmations as well um the i am app is amazing for that
0: yeah no i one thing i will end on is that I, you guys are obviously free to to believe whatever you want to believe. But one thing I will tell you is that since I've started doing all these things combined, you know, waking up, reading, doing my manifestations, doing my re, uh, doing my meditations, and doing all of these things i have so much energy like i wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning now because i just have so much energy and i just cannot wait to get cracked on with work and get all of the things that i've been wanting to do for years that i've never really had enough energy to do because i was just always tired and drained i now suddenly have so much energy to do and um if you're looking perhaps for that as well then i i i can only hope that summer and i's conversation today has uh, has shed some some light on that hopefully and if you guys have questions as always please dm us we are this is something that we're very passionate about if you can't tell by the length of this episode um Um. and yeah and we're
1: growing together we're learning together like I said Vanessa and I we haven't gone through every method there is to manifestation we've been doing this for literally a year and a bit do you know what I mean but this is just what we've learned and what we've discovered and what we've researched so um please feel free to tell us about any of your stories and let's grow together
0: and thank you guys for tuning in throughout the whole season one of the blueprint Um, it has been an absolute blast we've learned so much along the way and we hope that you've learned stuff as well and uh, we cannot wait to welcome you all on season two and to see our well to see our faces
1: yes hint hint you'll see our faces in season two